Eight. Any last words? Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Hey, and welcome everybody to Chuck and Lou. Here we are once again. What what episode is this for us? Does anybody know out there? Fifteen, I don't know. Fifteen? Oh, you, you're on the spot. You know exactly. Is it fifteen? I probably feels like fifteen. You know, which is a good thing. You know, we don't want this to feel like you know fifty five already. Uh, but what what a good run we have. And just to kind of recap, people here. You know, I'm obviously Pat Steinhoff, St. Charles West basketball coach, um, St. Charles kid for life, and then obviously uh, Mr. Lou Jack Bueller, St. Charles West our manager. And we're getting started here tonight. Obviously, on a Sunday evening, we try to do them on Sundays the best we can. And we have a guest tonight. We have our very own Rick Foster from St. Charles High School. Uh, obviously, Coach Fo- uh, Coach Foster, 2015 state champion from St. Charles High. Welcome to. Chuck and Lou. How's Coach, glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. Excited. Ready to go. What do you think about this setup we got? Oh, it's a heck of a, it's a professional. Professional setup, man. It looks does, good. It looks like KMOX, right? Oh, absolutely. Man. It absolutely does. Well, thanks. You know, and we got Iggy back in the back tonight. Iggy, how you doing? He said he's doing pretty good. He said he's, <laughs> he's back uh, in the cave. He's back in the cave back here. I guess my my wife had put some clothes back there, and I think he's he's underneath some clothes tonight back there. So, um, Iggy, thanks for all you do as far as the um, you know music aspect, and you know looking like it does down here. Uh, back in the day, we just had the radio there. Lou was was seems like two years ago almost. But yeah. um, how did everybody's weekend go? <laughs> Lou, what'd you do this weekend? Worked on finals. Worked on finals. What's going to be the trickiest one? I hate saying it, but geometry. Geometry? Uh-huh. Sokotoa? No. <laughs> you don't think about that? No. no? Okay. Uh, I'm just thinking about 1120 when that bell rings Friday afternoon. Oh, thinking about watching bowl games at ESPN. Are you? Well, I don't remember watch high play. <laughs> Rick, 1120? You guys go well, on Friday or you guys got to work? Well, actually, we play. We play Friday. So ah. we'll be on the bus at 12 noon to go play. So it won't be quite as exciting. But, um, um, yeah, we're, we're heading out to do some battle here. Who do you guys play Friday? Play Ladue. We're in the MICDS tournament, Christmas tournament. So what a great tournament. They're really good. Really good. It's always very evenly matched. It, it really it's is. It's impossible to seed that thing correctly. It's just impossible. But I, and I, I can only imagine because when I go over there, I see teams. I've, I've always kind of, you know, go over there and I, I kind of have a, you know, my man crush was on Zumwalt North when it came to football. My, my man crush of kind of holiday tournaments <laughs> is kind of MICDS. You know, you go over there and you, you get all the pickings. <laughs> you know, you, um, you get some of your bigger schools and then some yeah. of your schools that – Obviously, I think in my mind are your 4A schools that you know can compete most of the time with the 5A schools sure, and sure. Um, run very well. I'm sure we got a little taste of that earlier this year. Yeah, you know, headed over there and playing yeah. in the in a tournament that we kind of just kind of threw together. Let's face it. But right, right. Um, tell me just a couple teams in that tournament and um, in your mind, I know uh, maybe a couple teams that we're looking at as far as contenders of that tournament. Who are the you know, like last you know in ours a couple weeks ago it was obviously the Zumwalt Souths and sure. Marquettes. But who do you got sure. in this tournament as far as? Uh, I mean, the top two seeds, uh, Trinity. Uh, uh, private school, a smaller school, but very good, very athletic. They're big, got a seven foot kid inside, and they're they're really good. Took care of O'Fallon Christian the other night by, yeah. I, I think it was, it was fifteen or eighteen points, and Coach Hollander and the boys. Yeah. So, and they're Coach Hollander and the boys, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So yeah. A good win by them. And who else we got? Very evenly matched. There are Christians in there, like you mentioned. There, Francis Howe's really good. Uh, Parkway Central, um, Whitfield. Um, so you got some smaller private schools, some bigger school. It's just a really good mix. Um, we're the eighth seed in that. We're in the middle of the pack here. So we got Ledoux first. And yeah, the MICDS tournament reminds me of you know back in the day when you would you, you'd go to a couple when you're in college and you go to a couple clubs and you, know, you go to one or two and then finally you go to one that's like man this is awesome you know it's got a little bit of everything. <laughs> right, right. Um, so you know uh, I, I look forward and I'm, and I'm glad yeah. that uh, is, is Duchenne still in that tournament. Duchenne is yeah. That's great. It's good to have two yeah. local teams in there and right. then of course the Warriors have removed ourselves from the uh, Merrimack tournament. 
I know some of our alumni out there are probably, you know, think, you know, like what was Coach doing getting out of that? And recently, we've heard that, Lou, can you give us a rundown on kind of some teams moving and what's going on with the Merrimack tournament first? Then we'll tell you where the Warriors are going. Well, Merrimack tournament is now going to pool play. There's a few teams that have moved out of that. Oh, there's a big tournament now starting at SLU High, the Legends of Round Ball Winter Classic. Woo! It's a pretty good so, name. So I like it. it. Sounds important. Man, really important. <laughs> yeah. And there were some legends in there. Uh, I've got CBC, Hazelwood Central, SLU High, Cardinal Ritter. It's, it's a big tournament. Thing. Sounds like it. So in, in my mind, what you got there is you got at least three to five teams who have left Merrimack that have headed out to SLU High. Um, so the Merrimack tournament still has some really good teams yeah, in it. Yeah, Melville's you know? in it. I and think Webster's Webster Webster still in it. Yeah, and uh, yep. Smet still. I believe so. Tell Dismet big Dismet big win. Whether I think they're in, I saw them on the on the video. But can you talk about the Sports Center? They did number six. I think yeah, number six. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. I uh, played Chaminade Friday night in at Chaminade, right? Yeah, in the tiny gym, the Athletic Tron, or I think that's what it's called. And tied seventy six seventy six Dismet. Evan Asaleson or something like that. You, you did as good as I would have done. Yeah, and senior guard, he's had a lot of injuries over the years, had a half-court shot. Yeah, and remarkable on Twitter, exploded, you know, with the yeah. shot at Chaminade. <laughs> I'm sure as the Smet, um, you know, Smet has to feel pretty good, you know, talking about the big schools. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, while we're there, um, we're talking about the weekend. You know, Coach, did you have, did you do anything this weekend that – um, had a lot of CNR games, so I'm yeah. uh, not real exciting here, but uh, we got through it and we're, we're good. So. Did you start that yesterday? Was that one of those days you were talking uh, about? That was a, that was all day. Thing. Was it an eight to all eight? All day. It was about eight eight. Do you find yeah. more problems at CNR games from like eight in the morning till eleven because parents are kind of rolling in <laughs> off a Friday night? A little bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah, a little bit in the morning there. They're stumbling in and, and with. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you know when I started doing the same thing you are yeah. you know and CNR is actually going to end up sponsoring our show at one point. Oh, did nice. you know that? Coach? So I did not know that. Uh, know. We're actually you know I say sponsor. We're actually going to put this as possibly going to be the first broadcast that's going to be posted on CNR's website Sweet. here soon. Sweet. So CNR is obviously does a great job for yeah, you and I yeah, in St. Yeah. Charles. And, Scott's a good dude. Uh, Scott's great. You know, yep. Jeremy's great. Yep. They've done a fantastic job. They actually probably try to make everybody too happy. Probably do. Yeah, they get themselves in a lot of trouble. <laughs> they can switch anything at any time. They're, they're awesome. And, so. if, and if you're listening, you, you probably have a, a kid or you might maybe already had a kid that played in the CNR League. And what they do is they try to make it as comforting as possible. Sure. You know, they have your teams trying to play at your places. And the best thing they did years ago was they went to the high school coaches and said, hey, we need some help with this. Yeah. Um, and then the school districts jumped on board yeah. fantastically. You they're know, great. if we're going to have yeah. – um, a situation where we're going to have feeder teams and high school teams in St. Charles and St. Louis that are kind of where they are. Sure. You know, basketball is a big deal. Yeah. And it's a big deal because of people like Jeremy and Scott at CNR who sure. allow us, and the folks out there who don't know, it's a huge basketball league for girls and boys, grades three through eight, where they try to play 70% of your games at your high school yeah. or within yeah. 10 to 15 miles max. Right. And that's the thing with parents. Right. You know, and it's so so kudos to them. And yeah, it's because uh, St. Louis doesn't have junior high athletics. So when I first right. got to St. Louis, there was no junior high athletics. It just kind of freaked me out. That was weird. I'm, I'm used to that where I grew up. Um, and so, how has, let me ask you a quick question sure. while we're on that. How sure. has that impacted your coaching at St. Charles High? Because I know it's impacted mine immensely mm-hmm. as far as we have to create our own junior high school yeah. programs. Right. And then once you start right. at the junior high at seven and eight, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't start at six and five, and then all sure. of a sudden you see all the other schools going three, four. I mean, it's yeah. you got to keep up with the Joneses. So Absolutely. tell me how that yeah. impacts your coaching grind. Yeah, I think when I first got to St. Charles and realized this whole situation, no junior high athletics, I probably spent as much, if not more time, um, working with my feeder program, getting that started, getting that solid that my first year, 
because I knew that was really important. You're lying to me. It wasn't your first year. It was your first. It had to be your first three to five years where it was just hardcore. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was really hard. Yeah. I, I knew you were lying to me because you know, <laughs> I, I do the same thing. Yeah. It's and and Lou has watched it over the years. I can hundred percent spent more time and energy on my feeder program the first four to six years as yeah. I sit here today than I did with my own guys. Yeah. Well, first off, we're limited with our guys. Sure. But you have to do it. Have and if, to. if you look around and if you don't... You're behind. You're And not only are you behind, Coach, you're way behind. Yeah. yeah. You know, there is yeah. a... If you see the teams that are pretty competitive on a yearly basis and you look at the teams who are just simply <clears throat> not competitive, right? that's the main ingredient. Yeah. Yeah, we start in third grade. We go all the way up. We usually have two teams per grade level. It's been a it's been a great thing for us, you know. So you got to do it. You have to do it, and it's like I said. Thank you for cause if CNR wasn't there, I would still have to do it. You would too. Yeah. But yeah. I think can you imagine the pain in the butt it would be oh. for us if it wasn't as easy as right. CNR made it for us. Him putting uh, our our teams in my gym where I can see my parents, I can see my kids, and they know who I am, and, and we see each other. We we communicate and build relationships. It's a it's an awesome thing. And if you don't do it, if you're a head coach, you're doing your entire program and your kids, yeah. I think, and your system a no, complete disservice. Yeah. So thank you to them. And yeah. we're going to be, like I said, this could be the first one on there. Yeah. And, nice. Um, nice. That, that's awesome. So <laughs> my weekend, you know, as we as we go here, I had a pretty pretty relaxed weekend. We obviously played Friday night. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then last night I had uh, Iggy's daughter over um, for a sleepover, which nice. was which was fantastic. So Iggy... Um, you know, he went out and did his thing last night with my with my sister. Um, obviously, they went out and I'm sure had a good time back there. He's paying uh, the town. Exactly, okay. that's All what right. Iggy does. Nice. Nice. You know, I, I mean, can tell it. I it's just tell. Iggy rolls. So <laughs> we we had Heidi over his daughter and had a great time. And then um, obviously today um, got seen all kind of ready to roll and, sure. and did some prep and um, seven hours of leaves up today, Coach. So oh, man, that's a lot of leaves. Yeah, that's and, a lot of leaves. You know, the kids put them in these small piles and then yeah. they, you know, the wife comes out and realizes, oh. Uh, I better maybe help here a little bit. Um, you know what she got mad at today? You know, you got the, the lawn bags out there, and, yeah. and you got the piles, and the kids are putting the, the leaves in the piles, and I'm going around on the lawnmower, you know, self-propelled. Yeah. And I stop, and, and I put the leaves in the same bag they're using. Okay, nice. That nice. ticked her off, man. You know, she's like, oh, I just got this bag. I almost had it filled. Now you come up. And I said, well, they're going to go in here one way or the other. So um, oh, a lot of waves around town today, yeah. though, people coming by. And I did, I did take off, Lou, and um, I did watch the, the second half of the, the Slough-Houston game, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So we're going to go ahead and I only watch the final minute of it. Watch the final minute. So you're kind of getting to the point now where you just have social media, and, and when there's one minute to go and there's a hot, you know, hot game on, you tune in. Well, I mean, I was done watching the Blues, so, yeah. Coach Lou gives me trouble, you know why? Is that right? What the point is that? Because I don't have the golf channel, and I'm a huge golf nerd. Oh. So since we, we got this house, and wasn't there someone golf of oh, the um, father son combo today? Yeah. Has anybody out there seen John Daly's son? Yes, I mean that kid can play. How age, old is he? My age, fifteen. Fifteen. What does he weigh? I I couldn't tell. I I want to say he's probably five seven. Yep, that's what I'm guessing. I don't want to say 200 pounds. That's 200. That's overstating it. But he's maybe probably, I'm saying two, two twenty five. I don't know. But I mean, that, he's got multiple necks. So he's yes. following dad's lead. Oh my gosh! And their swing is just <laughs> boom. So yeah, uh, man. Sweet. I mean, he must stay, probably stay in the same RV with dad. You know? <laughs> John Daly, uh, too. Sweet. Little John. Little John. Yeah. And nice. he's wearing a 100 PGA jacket today. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only you have any idea. What I look you're forward. To, I look forward to seeing that. That'll Man, be good. that jacket. So, 
as we can start here, but before we get kind of really rolling here with our with our questioning, you know, we always have guests on and we question them towards the end. And of course, Lou kind of takes care of our in-season sports. But just before we get started, before we actually um, have our in-season talk and our West Side talk, um, Rick, could you just tell us your background? Where'd you come from? And, and I, I'm going to give you two minutes. Two minutes. That's going to be quick. Um, I grew up in a small town in Southwest Missouri, Wablo, Missouri. Town Wablo. Of, town of 400. Wablo. Wablo. Um, so and I wasn't even anywhere close to town. So we, um, I grew up milking cows on the farm. I'm a farm boy. Um, so I went from there, um, played basketball in Tarkio College for a couple years, um, then transferred down to Missouri State, which was SMS at the time. But yeah, I can was, only imagine you you at Missouri State. Yeah, oh, it was it was good. Yeah, it was, yep. it was really good. Yeah, yep. it was really good. Yeah, I was successful there. <laughs> um, so we um, um, did that for three years. Coached uh, in high school down there as an assistant and got my feet wet and um, went to Iowa Western Junior College for two years. Uh, coached there. Weren't you and, an AD um, somewhere at some point for like a year? I was assistant AD up okay. at up at, yeah up at Iowa Western. Um, assistant AD and and uh, basketball coach there. So. Um, thought I was going to coach in college by the rest of my life. I thought, um, but that didn't that didn't go. Came to St. Louis, went to Ladue High and Pattonville High. What brought you here? Um, a lady. Okay. A beautiful lady. Gotcha. Which I'm no longer married to, but hey, that's okay. Ladies that's take a, us everywhere sometimes. A, a great sons got two great sons out of the deal. So hey, I'm, it's it. it was, and they attend it was a good Hal deal. North, correct? Friends, South North. Yeah, they go to Hal North. Got a junior and a senior. So cool. um, yeah. 30 ACT guy. I'm going to brag really? a little bit on that deal. So we we're, we took it again. So maybe we can get that's 31. That's amazing. And, yeah. I mean, as a father, that has to be something, too, where that just doesn't happen. Well, I got a 30, but I took it twice out of my scores together. And that's what it had. You know, you a and 15 I both. and a 15. You and I, you and I 30 both. That's total. how I got into SLU. Yeah. They didn't know that, but I, I took the... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. Well, let's just... We're on air. I forgot. They, they're going to finally know I put them together. Come uh, on. Let's, wow. let's, let's edit this thing um, out here a little bit. We got some editing to do. But uh, that's, that's awesome because... Do you think he knows yet, your son, how much this is going to impact his life on his education? He does not. Okay. He does not. Because I didn't... When I went to SLU... There, you know, there's people will think out there, you know, why did I, I always tell people that, where'd you go to college? And they don't know my background. And I'm like, well, I went to SLU. And they're like, you went to SLU to be a teacher. You're an absolute idiot. You paid 40 grand. No, no, no. You know, obviously the baseball thing people don't know about, but I didn't, at the time I had no clue. Yeah. You know, I had no idea what I was doing to set up the rest of my life. And, you know, sports and 30 ACT scores are kind of in the same boat. It's a big deal. And he'll eventually... And I'm tr- I'm trying to convince him. I'm trying to tell him, but you know how kids are; they're not going to listen to dad right, right now. And you know, they're, yep. they're but they'll believe it one of these days. And you know, that's okay. So, so then you're in St. Charles. Been St. Charles, uh, yeah. Went Ladue, Pattonville. And Did then, you coach um, there at all? Yeah, okay. yeah. I was assistant there. I was a JV coach there, assistant varsity coach there, and and then uh, yeah, the St. Charles job opened up, and I um, interviewed for it, and and uh, they felt sorry for me and gave it to me, and and then the rest is oh, I'm sure we're here now. Felt extremely sorry for you, state <laughs> champion. I mean, uh, I'm, I, obviously they picked the right guy. What year uh, did you start at St. Charles High? I think it was 2007 to eight. Okay, I think it was. Yeah. So did you play against Kramer? I did. Yeah, okay. really good. Yeah, he's really. It was really good. So when you played against Kramer, that was the beginning of your. Mm-hmm. And that then was my Alex first year. And Kramer played together, yep. obviously. Yep. Um, yep. So you kind of you kind of came in right at the verge. You played against Plackmeyer too from Duchenne, or no? Was that... I missed him. I missed him. That was okay. the year before, I believe. And then Harrelson was. He was already gone as well. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of yep. came in after that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as far as your experience there, just real quick, in a nutshell, you've been there, am I correct, on about 11 years? Uh, like 12 or 13, I think is what it is-ish. Okay. Yeah. 12. So 12 or 13. So this is obviously you. This is Rick Foster. You're not yeah, You're not going to way, back to Waybo <laughs> or Waybo, whatever the Wablo, Coach. Wablo, Come on now. Let's Wablo. get it right here. Come Wablo. on now. Come on here. Um, you know, now there are 399 people there because well, yeah, you've now confirmed on our air that they're listening to you that you're not coming back. So, <laughs> That's um, true. That's we're going to change the they street They've offered me a job a few times, but I turned it well, down here and the contract know, wasn't quite big enough. I've blowed your way back to St. Charles, you know. So, uh, Lou, we're going to go ahead and kind of turn the show over to you now with um, starting us off with West Side Talk. Obviously, we we have this, you know, show from St. Charles West um, kind of perspective and then the St. Charles and then the St. Louis and then into our guests here. So go ahead and let us know um, what did um, the Warriors do this week? I like when you kind of talk about it and give your perspective. And, of course, with um, Trent doing the same thing this week that uh, Mr. Tison did last week and scoring 1,000 points. So it's off to Lou. So... Boys, girls basketball traveled up the Winfield on Tuesday night. That, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of that coach. Well, that was the first game that we went to this week with no jalapenos. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and there was, you know, they didn't even have any popcorn there either. Yeah, disappointing. Very disappointing. So tell us what happened in Winfield. Um, varsity girls took care of Winfield 53-24 after a um, very, not disappointing JV, you know, it was way too close. We all saw that. And then the uh, varsity boys came out hot, scored 27 in the first quarter. Trent Champagne scored his thousandth point on a free throw in the second quarter and beat Winfield 58-42. Thursday night, varsity boys go to Eureka, or go play Eureka at Lindenwood. Going you know, against Avery Taggart. Avery Taggart's a great player, and I'm going to have Lou talk, talk a little bit about it. But in my career at St. Charles West, and I know my boys listen to the show, and I know my alumni listen to the show, that was that game right there will stick out in my mind is I think I've been doing this six, seven years now, is one of not only the, the worst played St. Charles West basketball game, but the worst coached St. Charles West basketball. We talk about just an absolute <laughs> debacle from start to finish. Um obviously, you know, end up losing by six to a to a good a good player. I mean that the team of Eureka is a, is good because of Avery. And um so Lou, tell us a little bit about what your I'm gonna give you uh thirty four seconds to talk about because I don't want to hear about it. All right. So Tiger gets Gets ball on top wing, start a uh, first possession, three pointer. Yep. Same thing, three pointer. Steals the ball, dunk, eight oh. Coach and calls timeout and yeah, I could just tell he was doing he looked nervous, but when I know coach looks nervous, that means he's about to get, you know, a little mad. A little feisty. Uh uh-huh. you know what's funny I can see it in your face right now. <laughs> so uh. we we started off and <laughs> we don't ever play zone, so I thought well, let's just let's just play zone and keep the tagger kid from getting in the lane because he kind of likes to post. He kind of likes to bully his way, right. and then we're going to know exactly where he's at all the time. We're right. going to contest every three issues. <laughs> the bench is going to be into it. You know, mm. we we're before the game, before we leave. You know, we're prepping, and got, we even had the bench guys. Like, hey, he's over here. He's over here. You know, <laughs> right. So um, mm. Friday night, I, I want to tell the story about the game and what I was asked by Lou and the way it happened um, <laughs> after your next conversation about our game on Friday night. Okay, Friday night we went out to Warrington and um, well, let's put it this way: we were late because traffic was roadkill, and somebody I'm not going to call out uh, was ten minutes late to the bus. We had to wait for him for ten whole minutes, which doesn't sound like much, but it cost us. It, it cost us 
a lot of time. And it was not Mr. Anderson, by the way. It was, was, yes, it was there not. Thinking yeah, I, I know. It was It not. wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, and went out to Warrington. They got they got really nice facilities, now a really nice That's That second gym, you've been out there yet, yeah. Coach? Yeah, yeah I've nice. seen that gym. They're very nice. Very, I like how they nice. did that. Yeah. They got batting yeah, cages nice. above. I, I like that. I like how they did that part of it, though. I, I really yeah. do. It Coming serves from a baseball guy. Yeah. It, well, it just serves more purpose. You know, our Augs gym is great to have, but, like, it just doesn't serve purpose for sure. other sports, you know? So I right. like their setup out there. I did, too. Yeah, I did, too. Um, so played it out at Warrington. I feel I feel like they redid their bleachers, too. It seemed like it Nobody seemed pays like, attention to the bleachers. <laughs> I know. But I just, I'm just saying, well, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> varsity girls lost to Warrington on last second layup, 54-52. Uh, they played okay, but it was one of those games where it was just a dogfight. It was. Game. It was good to see Lily Jackson had three threes, mm-hmm. had one to tie it at the, um, you know, with about seven seconds left. And they ran a little triangle out of bounds, ball underneath, screen the screener. Boop, boop, oh, yeah. You know, typical. <laughs> yeah. I, it was mm-hmm. one of those games where I was telling somebody about this, that Brooke Wilson, she had a good game, but she was tested physically down low. And that's or, how a lot of those conference games are going to end up happening. I agree. Like if she's gonna she's gonna be tested and she actually she wasn't in foul trouble that game either which usually is the problem right but it, it would it, she's gonna be tested she's gonna be she if you look at her stats she played really well there she just she wasn't scoring a a ton I don't believe I think they need more out of her you know especially in games like that she's had a great year. But she played relatively well. It just happened. She that did, the, and you, you could tell they did go to the freshman one four low down the stretch though, in, in the crash. The, 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 I, I, call her, I call her a Crastro because yeah. she just you know she just crashes everything. She does. She crashes other teams' parties. She's gonna be a good player coach. She's yeah. a freshman. Yeah, I've seen her. Um, one four low with the step back three. You know, mm. so they got some young young pieces there. It'll be interesting to to continue to to watch how how they roll. So and then varsity boys right off the start. What happened? Three pointer by Clark Henderson. It was next. Three pointer by Clark Henderson. What was next? Three pointer by Clark Henderson. And what was next? Turnover. Okay. <laughs> Turnover I'm, by I'm Trent. taking notes here, coach. Guard, guard the Henderson kid. All right, well, I, got it. Well, I got it. You know, well, they were guarding there. You know, Trent, and yeah. he just kind of felt, he got found himself open. Yeah. He was doing, but you know, Clark's one of those kids. You know, it was funny. We ran a, we ran a, a set for him where he had to kind of backpedal off of, off a flare yeah. screen, and he got it and darted it off like the side of the backboard. Just <laughs> you know, standstill guy, but yeah. he, he was cracking. I was up, telling. Know. I had to give him the ball though. He had made three or four in a row. Yeah, he had twenty one the game, yes. which included eighteen the first half. Which that first half he had five threes in the first half. But I was telling somebody last night who will remain, remain anonymous. I've been seeing him play since he was a freshman. I've been his manager that long. Right. That's probably the best game I've ever seen him play. Include that even no. There's no way on, it was better than the on. JV game at Viani. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But that was 28 <laughs> and three quarters. I don't think he took one shot that was not a layup that he made. It was true. He he, he was scoring like Clark did most of the time at the JV level. He's so fast and quick. He's yeah, still laying he, in. Yeah, I think he had 28 and three quarters. So I want to say all of them were layups. Thank goodness for Clark. You know, obviously with that start, you know, you come out and and you kind of you know get that lead and you just kind of pace up and down and drink some water and you kind of act like you just kind of drew everything up that happened when really you had. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, guys are making shots, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I've been uh, to 64 to 50. Yeah, so 64-50 win, and then... And so, they have a good popcorn this time. Good popcorn. And guess <laughs> what? the fake stuff. No jalapenos at this one. Two times in a row, no jalapenos. I mean, there's time I go get nachos, and then I just dial it up with jalapenos, and that's just kind of what I do, you know? They, they didn't have any hamburgers Over either. two. You are a hamburger guy at a concession high school game? You're expecting hamburgers? Yeah, I, man, where'd you grow up? Well, <laughs> I didn't have dinner, so I didn't just have something. So, anyways, you need to so, call ahead, coach. Call yeah, ahead, please. Carry out. Uh, <laughs> so, on our way home, you know, it's kind of like misting out, and I'm I'm kind of thankful we run that we we won the conference game after just getting our you know butts just 
boomed on the night before by Eureka. And I'm, I'm, I have no car, because I, I go out there with Coach Fowles to almost rear-ended like three people in the way out. Uh, <laughs> He's an insurance guy, too, right? He is. Okay. I think he's just doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> His kids are back there. Yeah, you know, I guess it's free insurance. They can just wreck whatever he wants. We just got to bulldoze our way to Warrington. <laughs> My bumper cars are <laughs> yeah, this place. There. So, um, you know, there was only one time on the way to Warrington, though. Him and I, as obviously high school buddies, there was one time we looked at each other, and he goes, uh, if there was one, you know, we're, we're kind of driving down 70, and he's like, you know, we're going to a game, his two kids are watching a movie in the back, and he's like, man, Friday night, you know, he, he goes, remember what the days used to be like, and as soon as we passed, we looked to the left, and there was Cybergs, the new Cybergs there by Big Rivers, and he goes, any chance you kind of want to be there tonight? <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe you're in a little bit, but, um, yeah, so, uh, as we come home, the bus drops us off, and I'm like, you know, I'll be darned, you know, I moved in across the street, I'm going to walk home, just to say I walked home yeah. from the game, you know, yeah. And, yeah, and and Lou's out there waiting for a ride, he's, hey, everybody, and Lou lives next door to me, okay, okay, okay. down so, the street, so, okay, four, walk six house, yeah, so Lou's yeah. like, ah, oh, I guess I, if Coach can walk home, I'll walk Absolutely. home, you know, bonding time, so, well, we're walking home, well, I'm short, we're walking, heads. yeah, we're walking home, it's kind of drills, we've got a decent night out, and we get to the driveway, and, he, and Lou goes, Coach, he goes, uh, before I let you go, uh, what were what was your reasoning behind playing that zoning in Eureka? <laughs> That's a good assistant coach, man. You you know, put, your, put your feet to the fire. And, and, and it was kind of one of those, like, I'm ready to walk into the garage and Lou's going home. And, and Lou wanted more answers. You know, I needed answers. And you weren't prepared to give them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I had one thing on my mind, coach, and it was in the garage. It's freshman. You're freshman. So, I, get you. uh, I get you. So, Lou, I, I kind of, what did I tell you? I gave you a... Oh, I don't remember. About a third of the reason why. And we I, kinda, don't, I don't even remember either. And like, we kind of departed ways, you know, but that's what I, I love about Lou. He keeps me oh, on my toes that's here. Good. So, that's good. Um, Lou, what else do we have? You know, but for that story, that story that I just told, you know, I've been waiting to tell it, was was obviously brought to you by Tubby's Pub and Grub, our, our first sponsor tonight. Good spot. You know, it's a good spot to get yourself a steak. Um, crinkle fries, you know, not the steak fries. I, I, I prefer the crinkle fries mm-hmm. um, down steak there. Steak fries. Yeah. Um, a lot of our, you know, former players down there or yeah. current players, and we, we normally take our kids there for some outings when we want to get away from practice. So Ben does a great job down there. Um, and this, How come I've never been invited? And the well, jalapenos are plentiful down there. Uh, well, Coach, actually, I've never had nachos from there. Is that right? Because right. I'm always usually inside the borders there yeah. where the yeah, there's one circle you know, place there where you order, uh, they call it, you know, snack bar. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't hang yeah. out at the snack bar. <laughs> so um, I get my snacks from the other location. Um, but as we, respect that. as we roll into our next segment of the show, which is a little bit more in-season talk, that's obviously sponsored by Mr. Faust and his car that's just detailed up. Yep. Uh, but like a good neighbor, the Justin Faust Agency is there to help you and your family with all our insurance needs. They are here to make sure your life goes right. Protect your house with Faust. To learn more, you can reach Justin at justin at myagentstl.com. Once again, Lou, that is justin at myagentstl.com. Thank you, Justin, for all you do for our community and our program. He is the most the well-dressed coach he's now. He's a good dude. You know, he comes He comes straight from work, so yeah. he's got the tie on. <laughs> Looked like Jay Wright the other night. Yeah, oh, you know? nice. yeah but, he's um, a good dude. As you know, Coach. Sit at the end of the bench with they, you. They Talk really, it all, whatever. <laughs> that's kind of our thing now at JV Games. You sit at the end of the bench, let Sire do his thing, and we kind of Well, you also berated the ref on Thursday. I, I did not berate any ref. Yes, you were kind of fun of him. Just For talking. What? I was just talking. Was that oh, on balance all that? Oh, well, like, I was just having fun with this guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, because he did the As you get older, we're going to have the going. definition of berate on the air and have fun with a JV ref because that might get me in trouble, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I did that one time in my life, and I was against Coach, and I had two, and I was tossed, and that's that's, oh, that's all she wrote. Yeah. Well, so I watched you, uh, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you sent me the video. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> 
coaches hot tonight. Yeah, I was. But you I was had a reason to. You had a reason to. I, I was hopping the get go for from other purposes. Yeah. Um, that only coach and I know about, and um, yeah, it happens to the best of us. It does. So, um, well, I was at a Blues game that night, or else I you skipped the game for a Blues game that night. Well, I was in sixth grade. The coach, same. I game, was celebrating my birthday. Same game where the guy showed his belly underneath the hoop. Remember that? I Your know. I know who that is, and we had a big long discussion about that. It didn't yes. happen again. It's still in my phone. Uh, I think it's, it is one of my favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm with Troy Wade, who was shooting free throws, we just die. So. We don't take we don't oh, take things like that. My goodness, all that that too serious. So, <laughs> tell us, you remember remember where you were when you had the start of the suspension for that game, right? Yeah, we talked about this on the air last week. Yeah, I was back at our <laughs> other sponsor before Tubby's Pub and Grub. You were watching the game of Warrior Vision live stream, baby. <laughs> How much regret was that missing that game? Um, it was probably if I would say in the top five worst moments nights of my life, it was probably like four. I mean, I've had, I mean, I've, I've had some really bad. <laughs> well, ones. I, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I hear you, man. But I hear you know, four for just you know being a high school coach and obviously there to watch your uncle, you know, with courts named after him, and then you got to get escorted <laughs> out by the cops to your car to leave. That's yeah. fantastic. Also uh, fantastic. I feel you, man. So, you say, so you hey, don't I got coach. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really close. Uh, <laughs> really I'm, close. So I, I don't never happen. Any, well. That, that won't happen again anytime soon. So yeah, definitely not in my high school. Okay, career. so you have uh, one high school game to talk about. Go. Um, so Other than St. Charles County. Okay, Belleville SD St. Louis Friday night. Supposedly 3,500 people in the gym at Eastside. That, that, that's a that's a KSDK. I'm, I'm taking the under. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking the way under there. Because uh. yeah, uh, EJ Liddell versus Terrence Hargrove Jr., and everybody wants to see that. Belleville West gets to win 54-50. Heard it was a block party, as Earl said. Yes. <laughs> All-time update. And, uh, is the kid from East St. Louis a good player, or is he just a good dunker? Both. Okay. That's all I needed to know, because you know where he's headed. He's a, it's a good he's combination. Gonna, he's going to be a good three-point shooter, I think, when he gets the slew. I think so. I think they'll develop. So speaking more. of slew, tell me about their game today. They played so darn tough. I stopped doing leaves and watched them. That's my, that's my guy. Those are my guys. And Fred that's Batch when I turned it on, yeah. and they fell apart. And they just don't have They don't have the mm. score. Like when, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When there's three minutes to go or a minute to go, and you, and you just and you don't. Oh, the guy that would have scored for them fouled out. Who was that? French. Okay, have you seen him shoot free throws? Yes. <laughs> okay, he's got a little bit of an issue there. Yes. I'm talking about that guard that can get you. Yeah. You know, well, that, the guard you know, that Coach Ritter scored for Hey, get yeah. a timeout slip. Yeah, we got one. Timeout. Drop a play. Give it to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would say if, if there is one, it's probably Tremaine don't as well. Don't tell me. He's 5'9". No, they just <laughs> well, told me they didn't have one. Did you see what Javon Vest did today? Yeah, they had 35 seconds left. and Jacked up a three. Yeah. It, okay, 35 <laughs> seconds left. First off, you're down three. You should go get a quick two or try to get a two. They fart around with it for 15 seconds, and guess what they realized with 15 seconds to go, Lou? That they the don't have a player to go make a play. So someone just fires it up. Yep, Javon and jacks up the shot. They, they just don't missing. have – they have enough players. They, they've got enough talent and players. To get them just, to the three-minute mark. But they don't – the character or yeah. the roles are not quite defined yet. Yeah. Something's just missing with that group. And, so, uh, but they're talented. And I do think today's win could have – could have just done amazing yeah. things for them. Yeah. I think they're a team that's good enough, too, where it's like, oh, does the win, because it was close and they played well and they were leading most of the game, does, does that have anything to do? I think when you're when you're slew and you're that good, mm-hmm. slew, I don't think that's going to do a whole lot for you right now because there's going to be blame on why they didn't win. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be coach, player, this player, that situation. And that's not good yeah. when no. you have enough guys that can play. You right. don't have Javon Best. Who right. cares? Just playing on Javon Best. You guess I'm wrong. Just, did Javon do something to you? No, he just <laughs> made. He just hit two or took two horrible shots. So let's let's talk about um, 
the blues, and you know I do this all the time. Coach and I are gonna step out for a second, and we might say something, but you got one minute. Go. <laughs> okay. Well, Friday night they beat the Avalanche four to three in overtime, and uh, there's that awful call on Tarasenko, the illegal stick call it shouldn't even been called. And then know, today, anybody knows what you're talking about. Who cares? Basically, he <laughs> played too long with stick, and. Uh, <laughs> It's got like soccer and hockey. I really don't know much about either one. Uh-huh. I'll be and honest with you. They play the Flames Day at home. The first place Flames, you told me. Yes, the first place Flames. I wondered what the heck are they doing. Play Thirty-five them. seconds. How are, how are, how are the Flames in first place? And we're down four <laughs> after the first period. So Turn they're down four nil. And on your home ice. And today I asked you who their backup goalie was, and how did you respond? I said some guy named Jordan. He said Pennington. some guy named Jordan Pennington. <laughs> Jordan, mm. did you, do you think Jordan J- Bennington. Oh, sorry, Bennington. Yeah. Did JB get in the game today? Yes, he gave up three goals. Okay, so mm. what was the outcome of the seven to twenty out. seconds? Who we got? Who Whoa. we got next? Are we in last place still? Or uh, it's a three game road trip to Canada. Canada. So we play the Nardiques. Are they still a team? No. I was with you, man. I was with you. Oilers, Canucks, and Vancouver, and Calgary. Yep. So at least I. Okay. All right. Good coach. So some late night games. Got some knowledge in there. Oh, I can't wait to stay up and watch Calgary. 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 That's a Saturday afternoon game. Ooh, hey. Yeah. Man. Calgary, eh? I might just go over to my CDS or somewhere instead of watching that. That's my main crush. Come on over. I'll get you a spot. plenty over there. 21st. Best club in the place. (laughs) Uh, You might have to to give me a ride over. I am not driving you over to my CDS. (laughs) Well, if you're going to go over there. Take the bus with us. Jump on board. (laughs) Yeah. All all takers. What else we got? Well, since Coach Foster's here, we might as well touch on St. Charles High basketball. Uh, The boys... Like, you guys played three games this week, right? Uh, let me think here. We did. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, yeah. We're six and three right now. So, um, you know, I, we're we're okay. We're okay. We're gonna played go. uh, U City Tuesday night and heard it was a overtime loss. Yeah, a game we probably should have won to be honest. But is this um, a game that I think I saw Tison miss a free throw? Uh, he did. Yeah, ah. he did. If we want to talk about that, but um, I love Cam. Um, I've, I've never seen him miss free throw. Yeah, he doesn't stretch. miss many. He doesn't so. miss many. He doesn't, especially in, in, in tight situations. He doesn't miss many. So, no. um, but yeah, you I mean, they're a really athletic young team, but good, uh, good group there. Kelvin Lee's a coach here now. So, did they shoot um, well? Yeah, there's they one shot kid. It really well there's Dominic there's one kid that can shoot the lights out of it. And he's really good. Uh huh. Um, so anyway, they're really athletic. Uh, lost in overtime, had a chance to win it. Um, you know, we we probably won a couple of games we probably shouldn't have, but so that one we lost. So. Which one? So be it. Um, well, that, <laughs> that St. Charles West game, we, uh, <laughs> we probably shouldn't have won that game. Move but, on. Uh, Tell me about your week. Um, Thursday night, <laughs> Sorry, they played coach. out at Lindenwood right before us. Mm. They did, and uh, I got the sit presser. I watched that game. You did. You were on the uh, kudos to Lindenwood for letting you sit in and listen to those guys who were doing the broadcast. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, they did a pretty good job and. Game good How would you rate him, 1 through 10? 10 being, like, really, really good? Yeah. I'd say a 7. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So in Vegas, that's a that's nice. That's a winner. <laughs> exactly. That's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. They, right. they had two other guys that did the football game between High and West, and that wasn't quite as good. Mm-hmm. But there's some weird last names on our football team. Yeah. Uh, they had a particularly hard time with Echol. What were they going with Echol? I couldn't even. I couldn't even pronounce it because I can pronounce Echol's name right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but... Uh, St. Charles High Thursday night played McClure South Berkeley, and McClure South Berkeley about a five foot point guard. Yeah, that's right. About almost. Yeah, almost he five maybe foot. weighed one hundred and fifteen pounds. Well, he might have had if he had some change in his pockets. Maybe <laughs> he was a little dude. Wasn't he was a little bitty yeah. dude. Little bitty dude. Yeah, and uh, 
came down to a sophomore usually playing JV, hitting a couple free throws. Yeah, yeah, we put a couple sophomores out there. We're um, we're kind of you know we're up in the air. We're we're open for business right now to whoever wants to play and whoever wants to play hard. So, um, uh, so we put a couple sophomores in there and they performed a little bit. So we're and it's kind of the time of the year where you got to start looking into that. Yeah, you know we're kind yeah. of in the same boat here where we yeah. got to. A couple younger kids who who work extremely hard and yep. are, are going to have to do something for us soon. Yep. You know, and you, you got to start throwing them in the mix. Yeah. Um, yep. And you do a really good job of that. That's something I that I think, um, you know, I struggle with. Yep. You know, is is getting those younger kids, even the two or three minutes a game, yep. means so much more. I think you know, as I get as as I get more into coaching, you know, I start to realize, you know, watching you and watching others. And, and listening to others, that yeah. those minutes are, are valuable for not only this year, but of course the next year or two. Yeah, we're playing our main guys too many minutes right now, and I know it. And I can't. I don't. I usually do a really good job with that, spreading the minutes out because that's important yeah. to me. Um, this year, it's been hard for me. This is a weird. This is a different group. This right. is a different group. So I'm trying to figure out who can play, who can help, who can't. I'm playing my main guys too much, just too many minutes right now. And so. isn't it hard for you? It's the same for me. Is like those guys that you want to get minutes for. To obviously, you don't want your main guys playing large minutes, right? But you want to fit the other guys in, and yeah. it's it comes down to score. Yeah. Time of game. Yeah. Um, you always have that first, in my opinion as a coach, I always have that kind of first quarter plan mm-hmm. of who's going in, when. Sure. The second quarter plan. And in the second half, there's just no, it just dictates on score and yeah. tempo. And yeah. and then a coach gets down to who can guard who. And sure. um, there's so much more into it. You know, I think people think, yeah. say, why, does it, why don't they play this kid or that kid more? And there's. Well, I'm a feel guy. I mean, yeah. I, I, I got to feel it. And I got to, I, I might throw this kid in right now. And Are I'm, you a game by game feel guy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's how you almost kind of have to be. I think so. If you try to predetermine stuff, I remember when I played, mm-hmm. um, even with Coach Hollander, there was a year where, and Coach Faust was hated this. Yeah. Um, you know, Coach decided that he was going to go to the, you know, at this time we're going to sub this guy, and at this time we're going to sub this guy. And it, it, I think we I were all, do that. well, we were also on a team that was brutal. Yeah. So I think this was Coach's way of saying, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm just going <laughs> to let kids play. It happened to be one year when we were we were juniors, we were bad. Yeah. Uh, Faust you and played I, at Jefferson. Yes. And, and we oh. were bad. And, but that was the worst because, yeah. you know, a guy hits a couple yeah. threes and then they're out. So you got to play the game by yeah. field. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And then St. Charles High boys took care of Winfield Friday night. We did, yeah. That, that's probably the best Winfield team I've seen for a long time. They're, I agree. They're actually pretty good. Um, they compete uh, really hard. They do. They can yeah. shoot a little bit. Yeah, I got an athlete or two here and there. Right. And Brian, does, he works at it really hard. I like Brian a lot. He does a good He's job. He's a good dude. He is a really good dude. Yeah. Really and I don't like think him. he really gets the credit he probably does. Yeah. He is one of the guys that whenever – there's things going on, or you know, he there. He's it's always yes, I want to do it, or yeah. what are you guys doing to get better? I think he works his tail off. I think he does too. Yeah, you know? I think he does um, too. Yeah, and I think you've seen that though. I mean, this I thought their team was pretty darn good. Yeah, I did you know? too. I think if um, a situation where I know they beat us in the second half of our game, and um, this was the, this was one of those years when I when I played them. You know, every year you're always going to prepare the best you can, but I was sure. trying to tell my guys, you, you, this team can beat beat Absolutely. us. Absolutely, absolutely. I was saying yeah. the same thing to my guys. It's like the whole, they can make really some threes and look out. Because our freshman team last year underestimated them. We saw it happen. But it's good to see for the GAC North some more oh, absolutely. You know, competitive absolutely, deals. Yeah. So, That's always good. Um, tell us just a little bit, Lou, about uh, another local team, Duchenne, and then we'll get started with some questions for Duchenne. Friday night played DeBerg. <laughs> Whoa! And uh, at home Friday night, beat them by 11. Then they played Francis Hollenhoff on Saturday at Linda Wood. Took care of them by 13. And also throw in one last thing uh, going in the St. Louis area for high school basketball. Belleville West and CVC played at Webster Groves last night, part of the Ramey shootout. Right. How'd that go? Courtney's dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Belleville West won by eight without Keith Randolph, the D1 recruit for football, who's Got it. most likely going to Illinois. Uh, CBC played a tough game, but uh, probably didn't help that Caleb Love had a couple fouls right off the bat. He seems to get in foul trouble quite a bit. Is it foul trouble or technical foul trouble? Well, you just don't like his body language. You've said that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, every time he dunks, he flexes at somebody. <laughs> so just one, one thing before we move on with the questions. I, I did get a chance to see Duchenne play, um, I guess it was yesterday, at Lindenwood. And, Coach, that's a team that, you know, obviously Wade's going to tell you, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, we're rebuilding and doing this. But they have a shooter, and they have a kid inside who I think is getting better every day, and the Sullen Tribe kid. He yeah. can shoot it. He can play. Right. Um, I think that's going to be a team that's going to continue to get better like they always do. Sure. Um, and they have some other role players, key pieces. But whenever you have a kid um, that can shoot it a little bit and a kid inside that can yeah. can pass it, shoot it, and do some scoring and kind of be your big guy. So I, I look for, for Wade, like he always does, to continue to do, to do good things with a yeah. team that I know in his mind – is is down for him because he's had such good teams, you know. Oh man, so. he's a really good coach. I mean, he really does a great job, he and is. they've had experienced guys and just really talented guys all the time. He coaches them really well too. So yeah, this is a little different for him, but yeah, right up his alley. He'll get them better. Yep, yeah, absolutely. he's really good. So let's go ahead and move on here to um, the portion of the show that many of us out there kind of. I think kind of enjoy is the fact that, you know, especially who's listening from, from the West Side or High Side or Duchenne Side or St. Louis or St. Charles. And we're going to go ahead and, and start off. You know, Rick, um, Coach Foster gave us a little bit of background about it, you know, himself. And I'm just going to get right to it. You know, you have to start with 2015, obviously, state championship in St. Charles, which was just, in my mind, a remarkable run. I'm a coach that Coach Foster and I, you know, we're good friends. You know, sure. this isn't something, I think sometimes you, you think St. Charles West, St. Charles High, and you think, oh, these coaches even talk to each other. And we talk a lot. Sure. Uh, we're good buddies and good enough friends to where I was at the state game. I, my wife and I came down. And TV. Um, I was also really close with, you know, the, the T-Sons of the world. And I'm sure. a St. Charles kid, so I've known all these kids. And um, it really enjoyed watching you guys play that last game. But we're going to kind of talk a little bit, and Lou's going to start to hit you off with just the process and how it went because sure. um, what a big, what a great honor and a huge deal and something that everyone um, loves and wants to do. But let's face it, very few of us, if you look at the banners around town in St. Charles, <laughs> you're, one, you're one guy that's probably going to be talked about forever because it just doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, you know, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. Lou, go ahead and take it away with Just before, questions. I remember watching that state game on TV. That's still probably the greatest high school game I've ever watched on TV. It, it was a great, a great game. That was just ridiculous. I remember just I like, think ridiculous is the key word. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was on a different level, it that was. state game. Um, so, first question, state run year. Uh, when you know that you had a chance to win a state title with this team? Well, I, I, I think in the summertime, to be honest with you. Um, you know, the year before, I, I would say the year before that, that state tournament uh, championship there, that was probably the best team I've ever had at St. Charles High. Um, uh, that's where we had Luke Jowsel at 6'7", and Jason Drags at 6'9". That was the most talented team we've had. And we had a chance to make a run that year. Um, got beat the buzzer by Helias in the sectional game. Um, if we'd have won that game, we'd have probably made it to state, and then we'll see what happens from there. You never know. But that was the most talented team. When we got beat there, boy, those, those, my kids were wounded. I mean, that, that was a big – I mean, we cried and carried on in that locker room like forever. That was a big deal. So – They didn't want that pain. That was, bad. that was a bad deal. Um, I was in tears. It was a bad – because we expected to be pretty good. We, we were pretty good. Um, Did guys, you at that time, though, look around and see that there were faces in there that were coming back? Yeah. And do you think yeah. that, that half-hour moment maybe led to – Oh, I think that was the beginning of the state championship okay. right there. That, that was it I, right there. I, I don't think people in the outside world understand that. Yeah. Because yeah. I experienced that 
with our team that finished second in state when I was an assistant. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't leave, and it was emotional. Yeah. But the opposite of you, I looked around that year and realized that the key pieces weren't coming back. Yeah. So I just wanted yeah. to kind of know yeah. the difference between no, – Because I think point. I had that feeling as an assistant, but I didn't have the feeling you probably had as looking around saying – this is something we can do again. Sure, absolutely. Carry yeah, on. And yeah. I, I think that also that kind of happened with our soccer team this year too. It probably did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that motivated us. That that's kind of slingshotted us right into summer. And man, we were we were motivated. And and I talked about the Elias game, you know, all the time through the summertime and the off season, and you know, and it was a big motivator. I think. Did for you talk us. about it in times of toughness? Yes. When you needed it, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would assume so. Use that as motivation yeah. and toughness. And this, you know, if we don't watch what we're doing, this is going to happen again. So. Um, so I, I knew we had a chance right then because we were really motivated and they worked really hard in the off season. Um, and then there were times throughout the year that I thought, well, we got a chance, we got a chance here. Um, the Fort Zumwalt South game um, was a big was a big deal. That was a big deal at the end of the season. And let's talk a little bit about that. I know Lou, you, as that was one of your questions because we were just sitting here around the dais before Coach got here and we were talking about that season and we were t- and we looked at each other and we we're like, I wonder if there were certain games that propelled them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw notably you beat Sluha not once but twice that year. Yeah, and they were good. Yeah, beat them in the Country Day tournament and then uh, beat them at the Maryville shootout. And they were good. They were big and they were really good. So that was um, that was good. That was two good games for us to play for sure. Um, and let's, that Fort South. Yeah, let's talk about the Zoom on South because sure. let's let's talk previous and we, we were going to hit this later. But because how it was a couple what a week before that where you played us yeah. and Chase got hurt and then we ended up. Yeah. Roll, rolling you guys, and and then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you probably had to feel like and give us kind of that roundabout. Well, that was a that was a freaky feeling here. If that's a if that's a term or not, but but I mean, you guys are really good. I mean, coach, you're one of the better coaches in the area. I'm well, going to be you. honest with you. Um, hate playing against you to be honest. Hate playing your teams because it's really it's really really hard. Your record's pretty um, good against me. So, <laughs> well, that's a lot of luck in there. But anyway. Um, but yeah, that that year you beat us. Um, you know, Chase he, he rolled his ankle. You know, we, we won the tip. He comes back and gets the ball from Bryce and and rolls his ankle and and went down. He was done. The, he was done the whole game. And we didn't score. We didn't score in that quarter. You know. Yeah, and I think um, it's a tale of two things. Like your guys are like, oh crap, and my guys yeah, are like, yeah. I think yeah. this. My guys knew. <laughs> yeah. If he's not in, yeah. this is a whole different world. And then proceed. Chase was kind of the heart and soul of that team. He really right. was. And. Um, Man, he went down. My, my guys are looking at me like their eyes are big as saucers. They're looking at me like, you know, this game's in trouble. But holy crap, we, we might be done. This, right. this 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 state championship run, it might be done right now. If right. he doesn't come back and play, we're probably done. Right. And I, you know, had the same some same some, some, some uh, feelings here. A couple so, of IPAs after that one. I had, uh, I had more than a couple, probably yeah. to be honest <laughs> with you. But um, <laughs> so yeah, you you guys played really really well, and we were freaked out and um. Um, you know, we went, we went on and, and, and Chase got kind of rehab, but he didn't play for a couple games there. And, uh-huh. and the Zumwalt South game was the so very tell next us this, game. Tell us this whole Zumwalt South thing and the story about uh, Mr. Kividal and um, <laughs> call, you know, he, he obviously uh, works for STL today. And, yeah. and just give us that whole rundown. <laughs> well, uh, David Quidal, he's, he's a great reporter for the you know, this, a Post-Dispatch. Job. does a great job. And, and he was in our gym a lot that year. We talked a lot. We're, we're kind of buddies. And, and um so he calls me, you know, hey, what's going on, man? And hey, nothing. We're going to Zoom all south. He goes, yeah, I'll be out there. I go, Dave, if I were you, man, I would stay home because we're going to get the shit kicked out of us, to be honest with you. <laughs> I said, um, sorry, but I apologize. Oh, no um, worries. But I, I go, we're not very good right now. Chase is not going to be there. I said, we're, we're changing roles around. Man, we're, we're a disaster right now. We're really bad. Um, he goes, well, Zoom all south is really good. I go, I know they are. I said, this is not going to be a good game. I said, I would stay home if I were you. I said, this is not going to be good. 
So, uh, so as we move forward, we go to the game, and somehow we go out and we get into a double overtime thriller. Probably, probably the game of the year, maybe. Absolutely. And all, what was the score? Probably, going, yeah. The score going into overtime was like eighty-five, eighty-five. Yeah, I think it was ninety-nine to ninety-eight or something just at the shot, end of the game. Shot, just, shot, 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 we had shot. guys making threes that never made threes. <laughs> it, I mean, it was like this. I mean, it was a wild. It was a wild West shootout. So, man. You, so this is one of those nights where you walk back and forth, get that water, like I was I, talking about earlier. I was doing a hell of a job. Just here, throwing that water on your finger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I, looked, for it. I looked like I knew what I was doing there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as Casey makes shots and the Val makes shots and they're all everybody's making shots and already and the whole thing. So in, in the entire Zoom, all South, South teams making shots. No, everybody's making shots. I <laughs> mean, it was like it was, it was like Oprah Winfrey. You're gonna make shots, and you're gonna make shots, and you get to make shots. And I mean, everybody's making shots. I'm sure the guy at halftime probably made the half quarter. Uh, you know? I'm sure he probably won the car that night. There's no doubt about it. So. Um, but it was a, probably the best game, one of the better high school games I've seen. Just scoring points and fluid, and and they were really good. And um, Chase Morfell was on the bench, cheerleading everybody. Right. And, and um. You know, you asked earlier about when do you think you win a state championship? Boy, that was that might have been maybe the turning point of our season right there, with Chase on the bench. Um, everybody's making shots. Everybody's competing. Everybody's you know supporting. With the mindset that Chase is going to be back. He'll be back. Not totally gone. Right. He'll be back. So everybody's excited. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so and Casey won that. He broke the scoring record of our school that in school night. history that night. Um, it, it was the game-winning shot. It was the last shot no of the game. Doubt. It was the last shot of the game. He, he scored wow. that point and layup, won the game and broke the scoring record. Well, what was Kim Thal's reaction after when he saw the score? <laughs> he calls me back the next day. He goes, "Hey, dude, thanks a lot." <laughs> I could have had one of the well, best, best write-ups of his year. <laughs> yeah, was, and you told him to uh, stay home I told him to stay TV. home. He, he listened to me. He stayed home. He wasn't there. <laughs> he called me. I mean, it was the first phone call of the morning. He goes, dude, dude, what the hell? Thanks a lot for that piece of advice. I go, well, you know, that's my coaching. Yeah, that's what so, so the Pirates kind of, obviously, they, they journey on, and here we are. Um, they beat us in a really good game, district championship. I don't even remember um, it. I tell you, that was a hell of a game, too. I mean, gosh, you had your little guard that's really good. He's a great kid. Was that Logan? Yeah. Okay. Logan Gantz was um, this awesome. This is my memory. I mean, my you, you guys could have beat us. I mean, we could have got beat multiple times throughout that thing. And Was that at, where was that at? That was out west. That was at that your was place. That was the last time yeah, we had a district at our place. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it, that was a great game now that I remember. That was a really good game, yeah. You know, they kind of run yeah. together because yeah. um, that was a it was packed there because that's the same night the girls, the two girls teams played. Yeah, and I was like twenty six and one going. That's in. a game that got away in from West me. That shouldn't got away from me because that was that was a good game there. Well, whenever we play, it's always close. It is. I mean, it doesn't matter. It does, it's it's it does, always close. It doesn't matter if I have three guys and you have yeah, it seventeen matter. or vice versa. It's yeah. just kind of like it doesn't matter. We just have the band play each other. Just did five, you know, ten guys out there. You and I go to we'll go out. <laughs> we'll go to Tubbies. We'll go to Tubbies and we'll yes. watch the band members Absolutely. play. It'd be great. Absolutely. Um, so let's get to the final game now and like I said um, Hillcrest correct? Yes. So you're playing yeah. Hillcrest yeah. and I'm sitting there I remember in the corner and Lou let's talk about one question you have for coach that, that here's this guy. His name is Petrie well Petrie. <laughs> what did Petrie from Hillcrest say to the crowd during the first half of the game and explain his first half? <laughs> well this um, I've, I t- let me back up just a second here I'm going to give you some tips here some some facts that this never really came out here Um so, so my two boys were born on the same day, one year apart. Um, okay. I'm very organized. So they had the same birthday, one year apart, 10-14, October 14th. So the sectional game was on March 10th, and the quarterfinal game was on March 14th. My birthday. 10-14. 10-14. Your birthday. My birthday. Really? Yep. 10-14. 
Send my boards. I'll be damned. Really? I don't know that. Yeah. So my two boards were born the same day, October 14th, just like Coach Steinhoff. I'm March 14th. Sorry. March, I'm sorry, March 14th. My, my fault, my fault, my fault. So they're born. So yeah, so 10-14, there was a lot of numbers thing, that whole thing. 21 was a number that kept coming up. Oh. Uh, this, is, this is freaky here. We were down 21. I mean, there's all kinds of stories about these the numbers. The game was 21st. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was all kinds of numbers that kept popping up in this whole thing. So, you know, when you, when you, when you think that, man, this is meant to be, or this is, I, I think it really was, to be honest with you. So, um, so yeah, I had a good feeling going into things, to be uh-huh. honest with you. So, um, so we get to, we get to the championship game, and this this Petrie kid just making, I mean, he's making thirty footers. Unreal. Um, I, we're gardening. We are kind of gardening a little bit, a little right. bit. But he's making every shot he can shoot. I mean, it doesn't matter. I was there. Guarded. He shut up. <laughs> step back between his legs, thirty footers um, with the volleyball line. Uh, it is unbelievable. He's making everything. It was impressive. And we got down twenty one points in the first half. Um, so there's that number again. There's that number again. Yeah, we're down 21. There's a number popped up again. So freaky, freaky, freaky. So, um, you know, we got to halftime. and um, What did he say to the crowd, though? Oh, yeah. Well, he, you know, it was one of his miraculous shots that he kept making against us. And, and hey, I might have been saying the same thing. He could make everything. Went over to the crowd and put a, put a little throat slash thing to the crowd and said, oh, and yeah, said they right. can't guard me. Yes. They can't guard yeah, me. Yeah, I do remember that. Though. And, I, <laughs> I, and it, was, it was so obvious. That's because I think he gave it the they can't guard me, and then he turned around and kind of gave it the they can't guard me to where kind of like three-fourths of the arena kind of got yeah, the Everybody heard it. Because I'm sitting over there going, yeah. he just said they can't guard me. Yeah, yeah. So halftime speech, what's, what yeah. is it? Is there one... Um, you know, we I mean, went over some. Obviously, we, obviously we, you just did not talk to the guys. <laughs> I would got some water, a soda, and some popcorn, and <laughs> no jalapenos no, there either. No jalapenos there either. But yeah. um, no, you know, I, I wasn't really panicked. You know, I, I've seen. I grew up with. I grew up with Casey and Chase and Bryce and those three guys, and I had them when they were fifth graders. You know, all right. the way up through our feeder program, and I know those dudes like my like my sons. So I knew they were going to make shots, and I knew they were going to compete. There's no doubt about that. Right. They're, they're, those are the toughest dudes I've been around. So I told them, I was like, man, I'm not worried at all. I was like, there's no way in hell that that Petrie kid can make those shots again. I, there's just no way right. he can do that. I go, and I know you, and I know you, and I know you, and I know we're going to score baskets. So I really wasn't worried, to be honest. It's, you know, sounds crazy or stupid or arrogant. I don't know what, but. Um, all three. So it could be all three. It could be all three. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I knew we were going to make shots. I knew it was going to be different in the second half. Um, I just wanted them to believe. I wanted them to know that I believe that, so they believe that. And, and the second um, half starts, and Casey kind of went off, didn't he? Or? He did. Yeah, okay. he had 29 points in the second half. So, so he, and, and he actually, I remember he hit one through. Well, and the cool thing about it is, ridiculous. let's face it, you know, second half, he goes off for 29, mm-hmm. and there's no throat slashing. There's no... no he's, he's a class act. And he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's this kind of guy that he's, he's been there before. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, he's done yeah. it before. Yeah. Um, I think he's also one a, one, a kid that, and I'm just asking you this. Sure. He's a kid that you would want to have to lead you to the state championship because he's the kind of kid that basketball is basketball and there's no too high and no too low. Yeah. Like he's him. just kind of that kid, yeah. like you don't have to yeah. talk to him a whole lot. I, I would assume he was, the, you tell me, was he the kind of kid that it was more eye contact, pointing? Like I don't think he really, really ever had to have like long conversations no. about his role. No, or, no, 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 no. It was just no. kind of that stare, like go do what you do. Yeah, I'll just do what you do. And I, yeah. I, there wasn't—I'll be honest with you—there wasn't much play calling. There wasn't much X's and O for me. I, you talk about grabbing the water. I went to the water water um, tank quite a bit that game and sit down. Yeah, because it was give the ball to Casey, get the hell out of the way. Right. Um, 
So, but me, you talk about the—he's one of the sweetest kids, one of the nicest he dudes is. you'll he's ever meet. He's been great be to me. I love that dude. Yeah, he's love a, that dude. He's a great, great kid. And if you have um, a daughter, that's the dude you want him to to yeah. date for sure. And, and and I've been around him a lot, and I've also been around him, and I've strangely been around him in scenarios other than basketball, whether it's basketball yeah. training or yeah. even out for dinner, yeah. um, because he's really close with guys that I love for my yeah, team, you absolutely. know. And so you kind of yeah. mingle, and you see these kids in environments. Other than basketball, and that's that's yep. the true character of those kids that oh, we coached. Kid. Yeah. Um, Love that what kid. a what a good run, and um, yep. what a, what a cool deal for St. Charles in general. Um, mm. yeah. And I didn't put this on your thing, but here's here's what I was thinking about. <laughs> I, I had this question written down, like, what would be your typical starting five of a state basketball championship team? And then I thought to myself, he's going to tell me my guys that I had. <laughs> you know, I'd start um, with that. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, you guys had a score. You guys had two guys that could handle the basketball. Mm-hmm. You had at times two guys who could really score. Mm-hmm. You had one guy who could generate. You had a kid inside who was just not going to quit. Yeah. And then you had role kids that understood their role. Yeah. And they were a little, I could be wrong, most of them upperclassmen, correct? They were all seniors. So you all had, seniors. The, would it be true to say that you kind of had, and Lou, you can back on this, you, you're, you're probably like, I don't know. But his your state basketball team reminded me of our state soccer run because they had you know, the best heavy. player Shriver. They had other best players and Trent and other guys. Sure. Um, they had nine seniors, so it was something locally that I thought you know you got to have the right combination. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, and you and you guys definitely had it. I, I thought we were twice as more talented the year before. I think I, I think really you were. do really do. Yeah, the size and the whole thing. But man, this group was as high character of a group. Um, we, I didn't think we were really very good, to be honest with you. At the beginning of the year, I was like, "Man, we're, I mean, we're, we got you know, we got some guys who can score and all that." But I go, Man, "We're not overly talented here." But if you if you knew the character of those kids, Raheem and Josh, right. and if you knew those character kids, and you knew how hard they were going to play and how you know must they were going to bust their ass every second, you just knew that was, this is a special group. And it's there's a lot of people who listen to the show out there. And they're going to listen to this one because they are parents of our future players that we sure, coach. Sure. And I want people out there to understand. You can talk about when your kids in second grade and your little your group from St. Cletus or your group from Jefferson that's in sixth grade. You can talk about, oh, we want this to be the next state championship run. Yeah. Uh, to all the players out there who are listening and the parents, state championship runs don't occur in third grade when you put the kids mm, together or sixth grade. Not. This is a perfect example of something that I guarantee when these kids were in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they thought they were a good team. But state championships come from character, absolutely good coaching, um, probably a little bit of experience, mm-hmm. and having a little absolutely. bit of experience on some teams that I've seen win state championships, they have really good experience and then a really good, humble, young kid that does his job. Yeah. Um, but my point is... You don't have to know in fifth grade. We have all the pieces. Sometimes it just falls into place depending on the character, keyword, character of your kids and hard yeah. work. Yeah, I would say to parents uh, that this third, fourth, fifth grade stuff doesn't mean a hill of beans. Nothing. Let, let your kid have fun. Let him develop his skills. Shut your mouth. Sit in the bleachers. Don't bother the coach. And, and let them do their thing and have fun at this. Because it, it, you're not going to win anything in fifth grade. It doesn't matter. All right. Develop your skills and have fun, and, and, and go on and see what happens later on. But, but yeah, we had one of our guys, Raheem Alexander, was in eighth grade. He was god awful. I mean, he was right. terrible. Just a really bad player. And comes a senior, and he's pretty good. But he worked his tail off, and we just had a, we just had a group that just meshed. You know, they just loved each other, and man, they play hard for each other, protect each other, 
And it, it was, uh, you don't see this stuff very often. No. And when you do, you get chances it's, like it's, that. It's pretty magical. Yeah. And you, you understand that that's probably something that's, you know, if it happens again, great. Yeah. But you're blessed because... You yeah. had that group. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all we all wish for that group, but like yeah. I'm like I'm telling you, you don't know you have that group sometimes until yeah. they are the group. Yep. Yeah. You know. That's right. That's so, exactly right. Um yeah. Luke, I got time for a couple more here on your end. Um who's the best player you ever coached against? Player I coached against. Well, I, yeah, I wrote a few things down. Kramer Soderberg and Bazell, obviously from, from West was good. The Hill that Petri kid from Hillcrest was really good that game. You know, there's been a lot of lot of lot of guys over the over the year. You'll forget something, but right. um, Duchenne's had a bunch of guys, and you know, obviously you've seen Chaminade and some of those. Um, but yeah, just consistently play against. I would say, you know, probably Soderberg. Yeah, you know, was probably the best one. It was a unique player, he, not a unique player, but he was just a he was. I think a kid that you know, let's face it, a kid that finished second in state. That yeah. I think if you you know would have looked back on it, you know, probably without some injuries and, and yeah. things that happened there. I mean, he was. A prototypical kid where if you want to start your team, you got to, he's tough, hard-nosed, character, yeah. character kid, mm-hmm. knew what to do with the basketball and had others around him. So sure. that, that is the one team in St. Charles that I think over the years that come by, that's going to be the one that I think did get away from yeah. St. Charles in general yeah. because they were better than Cape Notre Dame yeah. that year. And um, just things didn't work out, and they sure. don't. Just like I'm sure when you were down at halftime, you know, that – that worked out because you had those kind of kids, though. It wasn't sure. like you had different types of kids. It was just right. that's how basketball's just, played. Yeah, ball in the basket. So um, we were better than John Burroughs in soccer. You know that about that. Oh, we were going just right back to soccer. I don't know. <laughs> so we, this is kind of a funny question we ask all coaches, but we call them, we call them grab butters or grab assers. But um, who are two or three guys that you coach that you know you'll be able to on air here talk about? They're going to be like, yep, that was me a little bit. You enjoyed the kid, but you're just like, oh, my gosh. Who are, some, who are two or three oh, of St. Charles High all time in your tenure? Grab butters. Uh, I, probably a couple of guys. Uh, Matt Mitchell was, was probably one of them. Brandon Sudbrock was probably was one he? of them. Yeah, he really was. He was uh, – Subrock was a trip, man. He was, um, he, he was my first guy when I first got there. It was my first team, Brandon Subrock. I remember a pretty good player. Lo- it was, he was really good. He was, he was a bull in a china shop, man. He would take the ball to the basket and knock you out of the way. And, but, man, he was um, – I, I got a lot of stories about Brandon. I, I won't tell them tell all here. He wouldn't like that probably. But, um, yeah, Matt Mitchell, Brandon Subrock, <laughs> those, those two guys stand out as, as far as that goes. Brandon would come up to me and goes, Coach, you know what? We're not very good. We're not going to win the night. <laughs> Let's just have some fun tonight. What do you think? <laughs> I go, I said, Brandon, it's like a terrible idea. We're not going to do that. So right. <laughs> he says, all right, all right, all right. And he'd go on, and, and stuff like that happened all the time. He kind of reminds me of like an Evan Eikhoff probably type of kid. <laughs> you know, the kid that just shoots you straight oh, but knows what he's saying, oh, and he's yeah. probably right. But you're he's just, probably right. But you don't want to hear it. Yeah, you know? probably right. That's, probably that's right. just yeah. that's too funny. You got any more over there for me? What do you got? Luke? If I um, walked into a St. Charles High practice, what would I see on a good two-hour practice day? Oh man, I, I hope you see us play hard. You know, we, we we try to compete and play hard. That's that's what we're struggling with right now a little bit. But um, yeah, it's 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 high pace. We don't stand around a lot. A lot of guys moving and, and, and just a lot of hard nosed tough. I'm a big tough guy. You know, I, I'm, Dude, I'm say, not a tough guy. But when you are very tough, <laughs> I'm just saying though. But when you say tough in practice. Um, what does that mean? Tough drills? Does that mean tough coaching? Does that mean what does that look? Oh, I think we all, all we all yeah. say that all the above, yeah. Okay. And we talk about toughness and mental toughness, and, and and we talk about this a lot. And I'm talking about mental toughness in the classroom, getting your grades in the hallway, being a good dude, being a character guy. Um, hey, don't get, steal get, my saying. I, I yeah, I got that from you actually. Um, <laughs> but um, but. Yeah, just toughness in general, you know, and, and it's diving on the floor and, and guarding and blocking out. And I have a question for you. Are, do you ever, like, 
I, I don't know if I'm just a nerd about this or if, in, uh, nerd is not the right word. It's just what I nerd. what I relay in practice. Do you relate little basketball parts of your practice that don't go right to life? Oh, absolutely, all the time. Okay, all the time. Because I'm sitting there yeah. at practice sometimes, and there'll be a loose ball, and someone doesn't jump on it, and I'll be like, "This will be you in your office when an email comes yeah. across, and you don't jump on it." <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like business world absolutely, guy, absolutely. Yeah, and sometimes it's good. good. I think the kids kind of like that, and dig that, but sometimes I'm like, "Am I the only one out here who is relaying yeah. not diving on a ball or being in a passing lane, or you know, not finishing your back door cut to not opening an email or sleeping in right. or not getting back to your boss?" Absolutely, or, absolutely. I, I'm I'm big on character. Obviously, we talk about this quite a bit here, and. And I relate sports to character. And, and, you know, you talk about character education. I think sports, I think that is character education. Right. Right? That's the way I go about it. That's the way we do it. We we talk as much about life and about how we're conducting ourselves and how we're going to conduct ourselves, what kind of fathers we're going to be, what kind of employees we're going to be, what kind of church attenders we're going to be. All the above is is we're going to learn all that in basketball today. We're going to learn today, we're going to learn tomorrow, and we're going to be good dudes when we go out in the world. Right. And we're going to learn that from basketball. Well, that's good because I, I think that our relationship is what it is and our players seem to get along pretty well. Sure, sure. But I think it's probably because we're all kind of, you know, we're all on the same rope here. Think we're so. all in it trying to, to do the best we can for these kids. Because you sure. you mentioned the, you know, the job world and the the father figures. And, and I always bring that up as well. You yeah. know, and I'm... I get to a point now where I bring my kids into conversations, you know, yeah. if I ever saw Landon doing this, that, you know, speaking yeah. to someone who was doing something that yep. maybe was just, maybe was just dumb before yeah. practice, after practice or in the classroom. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I think we have to find with kids these days, these unique ways to Absolutely. get our point across because just yelling at them and screaming at them, right. those days are gone. Yep. They're going to shut down. Yeah, I agree. So you have to find these different ways. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree with all the, all the phones and the Twitter and all right. that stuff, you know, they're, they're the same as, as well. But, but yeah, no, I, I agree. You have to, um, you have to find ways to make you know good examples. And, and this is, this is why, you know, they right. want to know why now these days. So I try to do that quite a bit. Absolutely. You got any more for us over no, there? No, I Luke? do not. What? You're just shutting down? What are you looking at over there? Reading something about... I was reading what I told you earlier about the Stanford Volleyball thing again. What's going on with Stanford Volleyball? Well, they won the National Championship last night. That's all I'll say. Okay. If you want to look into that, some pretty funny stuff. But yeah. What the drawings on their boards. So we got a, a couple more minutes here for a couple more questions. Um, this is just me, St. Charles kid. Coach, I, I've lived in 63301 my entire life. Sure. I... Um, I lived in the St. Charles High uh, district my entire life as a kid and didn't go to St. Charles High. <laughs> oh, no, We're not going to talk about that's why. Um, <laughs> I'll ask it off the air. Yeah, you can ask. And, and that was, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to know. Well, that was Ooh. late 90s where you could, you know, you could do some things. And having your uncle as the we basketball coach that. That. Um, was, was kind of a cool deal. But trust me, I paid for it in a weird way. Well, it, it's, a, it's a great story. But, you know, here you are from Southwest uh, Missouri, uh, correct? Mm-hmm. Die hard. And yep, yep, yep. Um, here you come to St. Charles. Um, what is it like coaching in St. Charles and having the success that you have, but but not spending your entire life here like most of us have? Yeah, it, it was different. It, it was totally different. You know, I'm from a small town. So community, I know community, I know small town, and St. Charles has a small town feel. It really right. does, community feel for sure. Uh, but it's different. It's different. I, I'm not from here, and it seems like everybody is related to everybody here, and everybody knows everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. And I, <laughs> and, um, so I come in like the outsider and like, whoa. Um, I, I wasn't, I, I'm not gonna say I wasn't welcomed, but I had to break into the club, so to speak a little bit. That was uh, my, that was my next question yeah, was, yeah. um, was there a time ever in your career? And, and I'm hoping that maybe it wasn't the state championship cause you had plenty of success before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you feel like you had to validate you being here? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I did. So 
my first year, I heard a lot of this is, well, that's not how we do it here. It's not how we do it here. I heard yeah. that probably 10,000 times, I bet. I was like, well, that's, that's how we're going to do it now. That's, that's all I know. And, you know, you, if you don't do that, then you're not going to have any fun. Right. You have to do it your you way. You have to do it your way. You know, and we, yeah. we all know coaches, not only around town, but in other places that have put their hand down, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're not accepted. Yeah. yeah. Did no, you ever it, worry about that? It was, oh, absolutely I was. Yeah, it, it was hit and miss because that first two or three years, you know, we weren't very good, and St. Charles West was really good, and they were uh-huh. just kicking the shit out of us every, every time we played them, like 50, 60 points. Um so yeah, it 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 um it made me think like well, I hope I did the right thing here. I hope right. I came to the right place. So, but we stuck to the pro the program, the plan, and you know Jake Panhorst and you know, let's Mark talk Booty a little bit and, about your assistance. Yeah, as far yeah, as the loyalty great. and what do you oh, man, has that great. helped? Oh gosh, absolutely. I mean, I, we wouldn't be where we're doing without Jake Panhorst. We wouldn't be doing what anything we're doing. Uh, Mark Booty's just outstanding. He's really come in here lately and has been really, really good, our JV coach. And Charlie Meeker's been around with me from day one, and he's been around for 100 years. Well, and and when I look at your staff, I see, obviously, Jake, who knows the history. Yeah. Who is going to be able to look a kid in the eyes and say, Big St. Charles guy. Let me let me bring this name up. Yep. Okay, conversation's over. Yep. Um, the booty that your sophomore coach I've witnessed. Yep. He knows what he's doing. Oh yeah. It, yep. Like my sophomore coach, he was a former head coach. He just knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, yep. You have to have a JV coach who knows what he's doing because those kids are going to play for you. Yeah. You yep. know, we're also blessed. We kind of have you know your freshman coach is much older than mine, yep. but he's a St. Charles High guy. He's, they're all. As my Saint freshman Charles, coach yeah. is a St. Yep. Charles West guy. He yep. might be twenty four years old, but yep. he played basketball, football. He knows kind of the culture. Sure. Um, so we're both blessed in that way yeah. um my guys are as loyal as you can be i mean my, awesome. my three guys are as loyal i mean so when i say something and and they say something over on the other side it's gonna be the same yeah. we're, we're all saying the same exact thing they support me i support them and they know that and we well, love it, each other and it's a good deal and that's great and obviously coach jackson is my main man oh you yeah know? and then obviously great coach dude. faust and yep. I, I have you know the finally man, man. he is i finally kind of have given reins you know it, i'm sure. really bad at first off i don't want to take anyone's time yep. second I'm a control freak. Um, and I finally have realized that, one, I have a family and things to do. But, again, mm-hmm. I've, I've relinquished some of these things to my assistants as far as film and scouting. And they sometimes you don't realize how good they are yeah. until you ask. Yeah. And yeah. then you realize either, either, A, they think the same thing as you about your players and what to do. Sure. We've always had a good relationship there. But as far as practice and ideas, um, you got to open up to those guys because yeah. Yeah. They, they, A, they know what they're doing, and, and B, you have to invite them to do things or yeah. they're not going to feel as if they're a part of it. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to be on a, a mountain by yourself, it's going to be a rough deal. It I is. mean, you, you've got to have, and they bring so talent, so many talents to the, to the table. Right. You, you've got to tap into that youth and tap into their knowledge and their experience. And if you don't do that, you're shortchanging yourself right. in the program. It's got more, just one more question, actually. Sure. How, this year's um, turkey game, I, I, I feel awkward calling it a turkey game. I was never a turkey game guy. Um, <laughs> but just as far as, you know, what were your thoughts this year on the atmosphere? For, to me, I felt like there was something different about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as game being played, I thought the game was played fantastic by both teams. Yep. Um, yep. Do you think this was one of the better ones we've ever had as far I as? I do. I do. I, and you, you've mentioned that a couple times now, and I, and I really do. I was, I was thinking the same thing. So when I first got here to St. Charles, my first couple of years, man, it was standing room only, standing line to get in. It was, I mean, that's when you could feel sound. You right. Know, you walked up out of there, and I was, that was my first year. I, I was could like, feel sound. I could see colors. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Bill Walton. Um, yeah. <laughs> so at that first year when I walked up out of the, you know, it was my, it was my first year as a head coach there. And it was loud, and you could feel it. And it was like, I'm like, holy crap, what am I getting into? Right. 
And then after that, it's probably the last four or five years, maybe it's kind of taken a, you know, we changed the night. <laughs> Which I think had that was an a big effect. deal. Yeah. It definitely had an effect for sure. But yeah, this year I, I, I kind of had a different feeling about it. I thought that was, um, it was well attended and it was loud, enthusiastic. And, and I'm sure being, you know, Trent and Cameron, you know, Tison, Braden Wiggs, we got some, you know, some marquee players here. Well, so. and not only marquee players, but marquee names that yeah. I, th- I think the soccer thing for us helped. Yeah, because I absolutely. think we probably got 50 more people there just because of that, yeah, whether right. it's alumni or right. students. Right. Um, I think the impact of the game, there was definitely a, a situation where you had, in my opinion, three possibly three and a half guys on the floor that could play college basketball, sure. you know, yeah. and yeah. Um, I, I, think, I just think it was a cool night to kind of get that back yeah. under our belt. Not that we lost it. It was yeah. just to a fact that uh, something different about the other night. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know really what it was. I say the other night, it's been a while, but what a great evening. And I'm glad we're going to be able to continue that next year. Yeah. I, I think when it was on Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, nobody else played. It was our night by and, ourselves. And, and now you're sharing it with and South now Tuesdays and you're selling, you're, you're sharing yeah. it. So and, it, I think you're always probably going to run into a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And it was our night and it yep. gave, it gave one more night for people to come back from school. It was yeah. also another where no one had to work. I got to, I had to go, I had to go yeah. teach on Wednesday. Yeah. You told you me know? that. I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, so I think there's just people who work that half day on Wednesday. Wednesday they yeah. shut her down because it starts late. Um, yeah. But you're gonna have some diehard basketball guys, just not even, nothing to do with St. Charles, St. Charles West. But they'll come to that game, right? Because it's the only game in town, exactly. So they're gonna come. That's there's probably 40 people who come because there's nothing else. Oh, to absolutely, do. at you least. Know, and now yeah. there's other options. Now there's other options, yeah. So yeah, absolutely, I, I, you know, I, I don't like that one. But you don't like your opinion? The opinion on what? No, I don't like that we play on Tuesday night. You like that Wednesday, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, everyone yeah. does. It's yeah. just, that's a different time. We got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Probably. Yeah, that's, that's Ebert's deal to talk about. <laughs> and he'll talk to you about he it, believe me. <laughs> so, once again, uh, um, just obviously great having you on the show tonight. You know, it's I, great being here. We, we want to do something like this because I always tell people one, for St. Charles, two, for St. Louis. Three for for us, you know, this is something sure. we love to do. Um, but really, the, the main reason is if we do something like this, this will never go away. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for us and for everyone we've done, this is something that our kids will be able to listen to for years. Yeah. You know, you, when my my grandpa passed away a couple of years ago, and you go back and find sound or stories, and we hope that you know, there's the computer's going to stay around a while, right? I, I think so. so. I think it's uh, in. We're not going to all turn into robots anytime soon. <laughs> so I think this will be good for us to look down the road for both of us and for all of us. And, um, Absolutely. and once again, I want to thank Iggy and our, our couple sponsors and Mr. Thanks, Iggy. And, and Mr. Tubbins. And uh, Thanks, of course, sponsors. Rick, you've, you've done um, nothing but great things for St. Charles. And you've, you've done Thanks. nothing but great things for me. And you've helped me. You've been a, a great mentor for me. So as we um, sign off your night, it's been great. And this is Chuck and Lou. Thanks, guys. 